Hi guys, on this week's episode, I'm talking to Kai Flynn, who opened the Talking Threads Market in Agunquit, Maine, and is here to talk to us about finding a personal style, what she does when it comes to thrifting, vintage clothes, and creating this wonderful market and experience that she has created with her significant other. So we talk about her journey, we talk about her lifestyle, and we get all into the good details when it comes to Talking Threads. Welcome back to the Lily Grace Lifestyle Podcast. I have a spectacular guest on today to talk about fashion, fashion trends, and just how she's created her own brand and just life in general. I'm so excited to have you on today. So thank you for coming. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So something that I always like to start out with is what defines your lifestyle so we can get to know a little bit more about you. So I've always used this little acronym called ALBO, A-L-B-O-E, and it stands for a little bit of everything. Um. Yeah, I feel like I've built a lifestyle that has just so many different facets to it. It's hard to kind of define myself in one word. So I just, I cheat and use that little acronym. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So can you give us your intro, give us the name of yourself, your company, and just your background in general? Sure. So I'm Kai Flynn. I am from the Southern Maine area and went to UMaine. There I studied mass communication and business. And I got really involved in wellness. And then after school, I went to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition to get certified as a life coach. Ah. And then kind of all in there, I found fashion has just been something I've been into. I truly don't know a lot about the trends and what's new and cool. And even, even designers a lot, it's more just something that I've taken as my own little hey, I'm going to go thrift and find something that makes me feel me. And that's kind of helped me go hand in hand with this little, a little bit of everything lifestyle. And it helps kind of build my confidence and my feeling of well-being. So it, it ties in with the wellness. So that's um, great. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you said you had kind of that business background and also got into the wellness, the life coaching, because I feel like that all kind of goes into what you do today, which we'll get more into, obviously, but that's so cool. I always love to hear people's backgrounds and kind of how they got to where they are. So that's awesome. Was there anyone specific on Instagram or in the industry that you were like, I want to do that? Was there someone who inspired you? Hmm. I don't know about Instagram. I think with Instagram, it's almost like I've adopted trying to do what I didn't like, what I was seeing on Instagram. I didn't want to just picture this life that's so perfect and that, you know, you're always dressed to impress and that, you know, people are not always, but a lot of times Mm -hmm. posting what they want people to see. Mm -hmm. So I think I've tried to just find myself being a little more raw and real in that, just being goofy and posting what I really truly wanted people to know about me. And I think in that I've built a little, I guess, just, 
I guess that's where the collection kind of came from just me goofing off in clothes and mm -hmm. then I started selling them through that yeah uh, so they're yeah <laughs> that's great no I love that because I totally agree I feel like Instagram's just a highlight reel most of the time but it's really cool I love your Instagram you'll plug it at the end so keep listening people but um can you talk to us about the collection and kind of how you got into selling clothes so I guess it was more of a what my friends call this hoarding back in the day <laughs> I couldn't even fit everything in my college closet and my friends would just come in and borrow clothes or I'd help kind of style them out before we'd go out and then eventually I really discovered thrift shopping and I was just going I just couldn't stop buying things from there and my <laughs> friends just encouraged me to maybe put some online and it helped kind of just balance out the the closet um yeah I think they they saw that I enjoyed doing that and so I was doing Poshmark for a while in college. Um, and then I just kind of put it down for, for a while as I was getting into life coaching. And I also had a uh, job being a beer rep. So that took a lot of my time. Right. And then one time I just quit beer routing. I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I, I kind of want to get back to this and I'm just going to do it now. And honestly, with COVID, it kind of just made room for that. So I just mm -hmm. st started putting it on the Instagram and that's the only platform I was using. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of took off from there. I mean, I say take off, but really it was, it's been a lot of my friends supporting it, but yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. I love how your friends were very supportive because as I always say, I feel like successful people just have great people around them to kind of bring mm -hmm. them up to that next level. So I feel like that's a big part of it. But I also love um, that you mentioned the life coaching, the repping too, because it kind of led you to this day to where you are and like you said like I, or I think beautiful things can come out of like these kind of dark times sometimes but can mm. you talk to us about like um your clothing in general and like how what is the process of you making your clothes or thrifting the clothes for the actual shop <laughs> hmm. so once I started actually selling at first, it was me collecting clothes that I, I wanted to wear. <laughs> and that didn't really leave room for a range of sizes and styles as much. Mm. And I, as I started selling, I eventually did pop-ups once we were able to be outside in the summer. And I remember having a dream that I didn't have something for everyone. And I was so stressed <laughs> and felt so bad. So now when I go shopping, I really try to just open my mind to all the different types of people out there and situations and how can you set yourself up to have a life or even a, just a day that mm -hmm. you want and how clothing can really, can really situate yourself in that setting. So I'll go shopping, I'll go thrifting, I'll go antiquing or to vintage stores or estate sales. And honestly, I only pick pieces that I get this immediate vision for. Mm -hmm. I just see like, okay, I can see someone putting this on and going to get sushi and then going <laughs> to a bonfire. And it really like almost every, I would say almost, I would say every thread has a vision and a story to it. And so that's really what I try to nail at this point. Mm -hmm. So that it just, it brings life. Yeah. But, 
Yeah. That is so cool. I love that you said kind of like you're talking about upcycling in a sense and kind of like being sustainable in that sense, but also telling a story because I feel like with good design and good just storytelling, good businesses in general, that's what you're doing. And yeah. I love how you said sushi, bonfire, things like that, because <laughs> it's something that people can really relate to on a daily basis. Right. Yeah, the upcycling part of it, I've never been very crafty I think I think putting outfits together has is my specialty but as far as the sewing even cropping I don't have a steady hand so I took a lot of time within quarantine to actually sit down and learn those skills but I will say I did I did meet a man and we work together now and he's I'm more of like the the visionary for it and he is so great at creating it and making it and bringing it to life. So <laughs> That's awesome. yeah, with thrifting, I think you just have to kind of look beyond just what could look good and find pieces that might be passed over. And, you know, you can really make a lot out of a little mm-hmm. and something that's ratty, you can bring it back to life. And so just, yeah, sewing, surging, cropping, distressing. There's so many different things and it's, it's really fun. It's been, it's been a journey. When you said you found a man, are you in a romantic relationship and then you're working together at this business? Yes. yes. Oh, I love it. Talk to yeah, us about with- that. <laughs> uh, well, it's definitely not what I ever intended on doing. I know it's, it can be risque, <laughs> but we, I, we've been friends. And as I started to really get to know him, uh, he's in the surf community and we went surfing together as friends and we started just chatting and I felt like we balanced each other in a way. And I saw myself kind of seeing him as a partner immediately. And I think that feeling was mutual. And uh, he was always, he's really into style. Ah, I love it. He just gets excited about what he wears. And I appreciate that a lot. And yeah, I think we just got chatting about it for as friends and then it kind of grew and then the relationship developed but (laughs) I said to myself like we are gonna work together like I know I can see us working together our ideas just really collaborated well Um, and I think I needed that with collection I'm such like an ideas girl yeah it was nice to have someone kind of break it down and say okay let's let's do this today today let's do this yeah it's nice to compartmentalize my That's thoughts. Great. <laughs> yeah. Someone to kind of like ground you in a sense. Yes. Yeah. Yes, no, that's such a cute little love story. I love it. Because uh, <laughs> for me, like I, I have a boyfriend, but I could never honestly picture working with him just because I'm so like type A and he's not, but like, it's just so great to see other couples being able to work together because I think it's yeah. like the dream, like thing. And I love it. I love that you're creating together and it's so impressive too. I love that. (laughs) It's definitely about, you have to create balance as well. And I'm very independent and I like my space. I need my space to kind of recharge. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a plus (laughs) having a basement. So he's kind of, we'll, we'll take times to be apart and We'll take time to be together, but we make it a point to say, hey, you go hang out with your guy friends today and I'm going to go do my thing. We were supposed to go bowling today. And I kind of just said, you know what? I'm going to take this day to myself. And I took a walk and I did what (laughs) I wanted. But then at the end of the day, it's like we're recharged and regrouped. So it's just nice, I think, to create 
healthy space so that you're not on top of each other and you're you're maintaining that individuality Mm -hmm. and that really helps kind of form a good stance where as business partners Totally. I love that you mentioned healthy space and healthy relationship because I feel like that is so important. Whether you work with your partner or don't, I feel like people need space from each other. And I think that is so good to hear um, and kind of reiterate. And I can totally see how you're a life coach because I'm getting those vibes right now. You're really good at this. Um, But yeah, so kind of like tell us about styling in general. How would you define being well-rounded and kind of using style as a facilitator to shape your life in general? Hmm. I, I would say with well-roundedness and in a lifestyle, what you wear needs to really represent who you are. And I like to do like some, I just, I asked myself like, who do I want to be today in a way? And sometimes it's, it's funky and sometimes it's a little more conservative, but dainty or whatever. Sometimes I want to be kind of in the mood. If I want to go skating, I have something on that, that will facilitate for that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really just kind of, again, a little bit of everything. um, So that you're able to live the life you want and have people kind of know who you are based off of what you're wearing Mm -hmm. in a time that we're masked right now and we're robbed of so much expression and connection I think clothing more now than ever can really do a good job with expression and yeah it's an extension of yourself totally so wearing things that make you feel good And then, you know, look good, feel good. (laughs) And I like in the beginning, kind of like what you're talking about now, you mentioned you're not like the mainstream trends because I feel like on Instagram or wherever people look, there's always like the same thing going on. Like, I'm not going to mention any certain trend, but I feel like it's always like copy paste almost between brands. Mm. But I like how you're kind of mentioning, kind of honing in on your personal style and just really Mm. creating your own trends. Yeah, I think that is the 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 beauty behind secondhand shopping. Mm. It's yes, it's the sustainable facet of it, but yeah. the the unique, one of a kind that this, you know, the everything you find in thrift stores and vintage shops are are passed down from generations and so many different styles and personalities and it's up to you to resonate with what you're attracted to or what just seems cool to you whether it's music or like we have you know harley davidson shirts and and if it makes you feel badass by wearing it you don't have to ride a bike to be able to wear a harley davidson shirt yeah so yeah i've never re i've never been a trends girl um i kind of like bright breaking trends if anything yeah and just staying away from it and just kind of doing what feels right and switching it up and keeping it fresh and and yeah, I mean, trends is a real fast fashion. Everyone kind of has that. And then you fall into just being just like everyone else. Right, right. Where for me, it's helped me kind of just be different and stand out and appreciate that about myself and yeah. others. And yeah. if I see someone wearing something that's super wild and whatever it is, <laughs> I feel connected to them. Definitely. Have you ever gotten the question like, oh, where'd you get that? And then you tell them and you're like, well, I couldn't, I probably couldn't find you another thing like this. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, 
yeah but I'll I'll explain the process behind how I got it and how I'm wearing it and maybe if I can try to a lot of times I'll ask people what they're looking for if they can see whatever it was in the shop and I will go out and hunt for them (laughs) I love it yeah yeah wow that's really great I love that you're kind of like again creating your own path and like I feel like all these pieces that you're talking about like even what you're wearing right now like is a storytelling piece like is a conversation starter and can you tell us about what you're wearing now (laughs) (laughs) okay so to be honest today it was one of those days that I was just feeling some sweat something comfortable (laughs) yeah because we've been in the basement all day cleaning and just organizing so and yes, I wasn't like around anyone today. <laughs> I felt like I could get away with it. So I'm wearing these kind of like parachute. They're from free people. Actually, I was gifted them. I love. Uh, they're just like funny little like elephant or parachute pants, I guess. Just fun pants. <laughs> and then this is a thrifted shirt and we have a heat press. So we just did some vinyls down the, uh, on the side of it just to give it a little, little flowery springtime flair. I love tennis bucket hat (laughs) nice oh my gosh I love it super comfy and I love all the different colors and patterns you're wearing super fun I feel like your style is so eclectic in a sense and like you said just one of a kind like totally you love it (laughs) Um, so let's talk about people who are listening to give them a little bit of value say they're Mm -hmm. going to the beach or and then out to lunch after what's something that you'd recommend them to wear okay so to the beach I'm I'm a big swimmer like I like to I'm not a good swimmer but I like (laughs) to just be able to be active and not wear something that's going to be restricting me Mm -hmm. so go for a cute suit and something well I don't like to really wear clothes when I'm going to the beach maybe just like a big giant graphic tee that I can wear as a dress mm-hmm. and that way you're not putting on shorts with a wet bathing suit and you're not yeah. wearing something tight and then the the watermarks come <laughs> through so and then I usually do like a, a sun hat and I feel you can really deck out you could go to lunch after wearing that graphic tee as a cute dress and again it's kind of how you wear it. you got to wear it to, off the shoulders a little bit put the sun hat on some glasses and I think you're good get that yeah. that salt in your hair (laughs) I love how you're painting the picture because now I want to go to the beach like it's getting warmer out but yeah I love that and for your customers and for your clients do you kind of like give them that little like picture in their head to help them create outfits I would say a lot of the time yes and I hope I know this is a very seasonal spot as we were talking about a gunk whip yeah so right now uh, we opened talking threads market um, a month ago mm-hmm. and I'm really happy we opened it in March and it's given us about a month or two to really kind of just first of all meet the locals yeah. and have our friends come in and say hello after a year of pen- this pandemic yeah. but really just to have those personable conversations and get to know what it is they're looking for or you know, just their personality and I can help kind of bounce ideas off of them and they can try things on. I can, you know, wash it down and do it the safe way with yep. COVID. Yep. But yeah, I've had girls come in here and they've been in for hours oh. and we're just having a field day and it's so much fun. And I enjoy that. 
I'm a little nervous that it's, I mean, I'm excited, but it will get busy this summer and it's a very touristy town. So I hope I can still give those opinions and, Hey, you could wear this doing that. And yeah, I hope that continues, but I definitely do find myself doing that. (laughs) It's so fun. It's so fun. Cause you're also selling yourself, not only your clothes that you find, but it's just so cool to meet the person behind the scenes, kind of like doing the thing. So it's so fun. Are you like, I've been to a gun quit before a number of times. Are you right downtown? Yes. So do you, are you familiar with the four corners? Mm-hmm. It's yep. that it's, so it's route one and it's that busy street that everyone wishes there was some light or system. Yes, yes, it's sketchy. So I, it's, that's right there. Oh, nice. I am right in the center of town. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. It's on shore road. Yeah. I'll definitely have to come by this summer, make a trip to Maine. It's going to be fun, hopefully this summer with things starting to open up again. So yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So people who are listening, if they're kind of struggling, trying to find their personal style, what are some tips that you can give people? I think I would encourage to step out your comfort zone a bit and be open-minded but have things where you can obviously feel comfortable. So I've had friends that are not, have been struggling with their style and they're not feeling comfortable. And a lot of mm-hmm. times the culprits, things are just simply too tight. Yeah. And, you know, and I've had those times, I remember going to a concert one year and I was wearing like a body icon dress. This was years ago. But I just remember the attention I was getting was not the attention I wanted. It was like a reggae concert and I just didn't yep. dress for the part, if that makes sense. Yep. And I just, it ruined the whole experience. And from then on, I remember getting rid of all the body icon dresses. And I was like, this is not me. I don't want people to just be staring in that type of way. Mm-hmm. I want to wear something that's expressive. And so I feel just finding things that make you feel good about yourself and again, kind of what is it you're trying to say? Mm. What is it you want people to know about yourself and kind of dressing in that way? So if people, that's a good tip so they can take that. And how can they start to curate pieces to enhance their style? Say they come into your store and they're like overwhelmed just in general because they don't know what they're looking for. Like, how do you help them kind of narrow it down? So I think I get into talking about what their kind of day-to-day is and you know are you a teacher are you in fitness or Mm. what that that overall kind of work week would look like for you Mm -hmm. and we just start it's a lifestyle so again it yes if you're looking for something specific like we have awesome drag queen dresses and pride (laughs) section and really like like some vintage patriots and stuff if you're going to a sports game we have specific things that will facilitate for those experiences but I do think that vintage can be worn every day and and Mm -hmm. graphic designs can be worn every day and you can wear it under a funky jacket and so I think like finding those staple pieces you can get here while getting the graphic tees that go under them um that that way you can really kind of just mix and match yeah but I think like a good pair of mom jeans I love like like just like the funky plaids and in flare pants that's that's in style right now it might not be for everyone but they're fun yeah um yeah and we just there's like Hawaiian shirts and just goofy (laughs) 
party tops. But I think, so Nate's made this top that half of it's a Hawaiian shirt and half of it's like an old business dicky shirt. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, you can wear it to and you could wear it out to have a drink later. True. <laughs> so it's double dipping in those ways. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. You can turn one way and then turn the other. <laughs> I think capsule wardrobe, I'm not a professional in this either, but I think what <laughs> it means is like you have staple pieces, like say a black blazer that can be worn in 10 different ways. And then like a pair of mom jeans that can be worn in five other ways. And then you kind of like mm. mix and match. And it's like a condensed wardrobe versus like having a huge closet with 15,000 pieces. Like what, what are your vibes on that? I guess. Uh, so two things are coming to mind. One, I, I would love to live in a van someday and I know I'm going to need to consolidate. <laughs> and so I definitely yep. respect someone who has an organized small closet. And I find it very impressive to be able to work different outfits out of the, the, the little that you have mm-hmm. I need to work on that myself <laughs> I right now have the the pleasure of being able to shop around a lot and right. kind of work work different pieces and then I, I have a lot of clothes <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I do, I do. I, do I always have had a lot of clothes but I have been working on donating a lot <laughs> to the to the fund and we're going and repiecing them but um the other thing, and I, I don't know if I should really be speaking on this too soon because it's not really there yet, but I've had an idea of doing a trunk club mm-hmm. and that would be like a rental service. And so uh, basically subscription membership based where you would come in, we'd fill you up a trunk with like 10 items and then you'd borrow them. And if you fall in love mm-hmm. with it, there's a cost to buy it. And I think that would just keep it fresh. Yeah. And it's that's your spring clothes. I think that's so sustainable. And also you can you can post on different ways of how you wore it and how the next girl can wear it. I love and it. There can really be a lot of ties of community in that while just always rotating your closet out and keeping it fresh. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. You guys are genius. What's your vision for the van? I'm just curious because I'm a designer too. So I kind of <laughs> I like hearing the visions. <laughs> so well, I mean, Nate's lived and he's done all the renovations. He's completely stripped out vans and buses. Wow. And next he wants to do an ambulance. Uh, so he's he's more hands-on with it. For me, I would deal with just like a cool, preferably <laughs> light, like a pale yellow yeah. van. That's, I mean, something simple and minimalistic the beauty so we might be doing that this summer because we still have not found summer rental but we had a bus and we just sold it and now we're we're just looking for something else something that is spacious enough where we can collapse like coexist together and not be bumping into each other every way but uh something I don't know I just would love to be able to kind of wake up wherever be a little nomadic right now I enjoy that I think with the shop running, we're going to be probably using it more as a crash pad for the summer because mm-hmm. it'll be so busy. Right. But the season slows down and we would plan on doing cross country trips and being able to forage for really cool threads out West because that's oh where my I gosh. my favorite things. But yeah, really as just kind of a, a means of traveling and seeing the world and uh, surfing and collecting. 
And I love the fact too, that you said go out West and like, you could say, oh, I found this in like a really cool thrift shop in California. Like you could have those amazing stories to sell with the clothes that you bring back. For people who are maybe listening and want to start their own store or start selling their own clothes, what are some pieces of advice that you could give them? I would say kind of staying true to themselves. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as much as you want to just start following random people and building the following, I think quality of your, your followers over quantity yeah, and really take, like, take these relationships that you make and build those yes. and don't just try to get a lot of likes, like that kind of stuff. It, it's, it's superficial. And at the end of the day, those likes aren't what's, that's not going to truly support your brand. Right. It's the people that you take the time to build genuine and authentic relationships with. I think that's everything in starting your own brand and business. I think a lot of it, it's just putting yourself out there, being vulnerable, kind of not humiliating yourself, but being willing, be willing to open up and share and don't try to be so perfect. Mm -hmm. I think I really, I really resonate with that, the messy and the the rawness of, of brands. And I think with all of that said, I was always apprehensive to, to make this Instagram because it wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And I'd say my biggest advice is just, you're never really going to be ready. Right. And I know that sounds cliche, but even as a perfectionist, just start somewhere and you can always grow and build right. from it. And people will still be there to watch the process. And that's the beauty. Yeah. That's such a good point. I think you said like, us people who are like super creative, like we do get like really perfectionist in our head, but it's like, there's never the right, it's never going to be the perfect time to start. Like you just got to do it. You just got to start. You just got to put other people's perspectives in the back for a little bit and just begin. Like, I think that is such a good point. And like you said, um, quality over quantity, especially on Instagram and all these crazy places that it's all about numbers and likes. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. It's very superficial. If people are really just going for like 5,000 followers and like, don't really care about their following, because I think you're right. It comes down to relationships and like selling yourself. Yeah. Taking the time for people just being, yeah. Giving them the, the space. Yeah, definitely. That is so cool. Um, So what are some like resources that have helped you say in the community or obviously your wonderful boyfriend? Is it a boyfriend? (laughs) Okay. I I didn't want to say just a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your wonderful um, partner. Um, And like, what are some things around you that have really helped you create what you have created today? I think situating yourself with friends that will inspire you. I'm, I really like getting my information from the people around me. It's, it's rejuvenating to have conversations and just talk to people and and just hear what they have to say and build off of all these little ideas. I think that's a big resource. It's, you know, I'm not really one to watch much TV. Mm -hmm. I love podcasts, but I think just natural interpersonal relationships and communication goes a long way in just learning about what what to do yeah (laughs) no one knows what to do there's so much and it's always changing so just kind of staying talking to the locals 
That's really great. I love that you're creating community along with like a beautiful store, Instagrams, your clothes. It just emulates. I love it. And what is like one mantra that you have truly lived by maybe in 2021 or throughout your careers? So the first thing that comes to mind is a quote I heard at a leadership camp when I was very young called know the way, go the way, show the way. And to me, it's just about learning these things. And in order to really, truly master something, the beauty is the gift of giving it and showing someone how to do it. And you, it goes full circle and really like gaining the knowledge of the why. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good one. I love that kind of giving you a direction in life and kind of following what you love. That's Mm. great. And um, when it comes to tips for the audience, what can you tell people about shaping their life? Hmm. Shaping their life. Don't try to please anyone but yourself. Mm. Yes. I feel, yeah, I definitely, we're all still finding ourselves here. But if I, I just, I, I used to get all done up and rely <laughs> on, you know, I did the makeup thing a lot and this and that. And I kind of just, had this revelation in college that it wasn't really me. And I I felt like I wasn't able to connect to the the people I was looking to connect to. Mm. So kind of just finding your path and exploring a lot and just be willing to humor a little bit of everything. And you might start figuring out what it is you like and what you're good at and and following that and keep building on it. Is there anything else that you want to tell people about your upcoming collections or your clothes that you're selling currently? Like what, tell us a little bit about that. (laughs) Hmm. Well, we, we plan on doing, so this is a market talking Mm -hmm. threads market. So just to kind of between the difference, the collection is more of was a project for me and I was building on that. And it's almost the idea that uh, we can consign here eventually or bring things in that's right. not just ours. Okay. We're, we're not consigned yet. But so the, it's a market, the Talking Threads market. And here we hope to really feature local artists and be able to do a lot of collabs and have people come in and put their, their work on these threads in some different types of ways. Um, so we have really cool collabs coming up with friends, locals. Uh, we're doing a fun one with a beer company Ooh. in Kittery. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of tying in two things that are near and dear to my heart. So right. it's cool to do that. And then, yeah, I think we're just slowly, we're, we've seen what's working for our friends and then the, the tourist is going to be a whole different story, but yeah. we're just going to, we're just going to have to kind of have fun with it. Keep creating. Every day we're creating things. So we keep the floor fresh all the time. That's so fun. That's so fun. I feel like getting to know you is so cool. And like, I love hearing the story behind your collection and the market, the just your whole journey in general. So cool. And I can't wait to see where life takes you because just so amazing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I'll definitely have to come visit this summer. That will be on my list of things to do. (laughs) I'd love to meet you in person. Um, But finally, can you plug yourself and tell people where they can find your store and where they can find you on Instagram and your website? Sure. So what websites under construction, it's not really even existent yet. 
Um, so you just find us on Instagram. It is talking threads market. Mm-hmm. And then my individual Instagram, I have the collection and free range Kai, <laughs> a couple different ones. <laughs> and then our uh, brick and mortar is 20 Shore Road, a Gunkwit, Maine. Nice. Yeah. So it's right on that main street and there's a bunch of parking around here and you can just kind of hop on, go to the beach, beach is right there. And then this whole strip, we have quick plug love shack, which is an awesome (laughs) smoothie bar. We have a really cool yoga studio, good vibes. We have Treehouse, which is a a taco and tequila bar. Mm -hmm. There's just, it's a strip of really cool, fun things to do that all of our friends kind of run. So it's, it's a good time here in Agunkwe. Oh my gosh. I love it. I I love that vibe because um, I've known some business owners in like Dover, New Hampshire. It's so funny because they can pop out their store and wave at their friends and visit. Like it must be like the life. (laughs) It is definitely. We, We switch off where we go, but you know, we do some yoga, get some juice or yeah. some smoothies, go, get, go to the beach, have tacos, and then come here. And we have a really cool basement here that has a workshops, uh, workspace, and we plan on doing classes and really getting the locals involved and oh, just kind so of cool. just building that community is everything to us. Yeah. You mentioned the basement a few times. I was wondering about that. Um, I'm so interested in fashion and kind of what you do because um, I'm an interior designer, but at my school, we had a fashion show club and we took actually um, interior materials like carpets and like um, tiles and rubber baseboards and like made it into clothes. So I'm so interested in kind of like the creative side of fashion versus like the fast trend so it's so neat to hear <laughs> yeah yeah well when you come I'll show you the basement it's, oh, it's I love really, it it's pretty cool it's yeah. fun down there and we plan on some really cool unique different things coming in the future cool. little speakeasy style keep it fresh all the time and it gives you life <laughs> yeah. it doesn't feel like you're working because you're doing things that you love to do Exactly. Exactly. That's such a great takeaway from this podcast. And I want to thank you for your time. And it was just so fun getting to know you. I hope everyone listening goes to visit you. This. Thank you for listening in. Hit that subscribe button if you enjoyed this episode. And if that inspired you, I would love if you shared on your social media platforms and tagged me at lilygrace underscore lifestyle on Instagram. Or you can visit my website at www.lilygraceyork.com to see my show notes and leave a review as well. I would love to hear your feedback, so please tell me everything and anything that you learned today. Stay classy, stay bossy, and stay listening. Hey guys, if you like that episode and want to take your life to the next level, go check out Forte Journal. I created this self-love journal this past summer and it is all about self-awareness and finding inspiration in life. If you want to find more self-awareness and take your life to the next level and find success, this is the first step towards that. Go find it at forte.journal on Instagram or fortejournal on Etsy and I'd be happy to give you a discount code so DM me. Thanks guys.